You know what time it is. Welcome to another episode of Too Young to Be This Old. I am Ben. You know I am here with the one and only Andy. Hello. Thank you for listening to our podcast, however you find us. And good old housekeeping. All of you guys seem to love the Facebook page. If you have not checked out the Facebook page, just check us out. Facebook.com slash Too Young to Be This Old. And also we do have a Twitter at TYTBTO. Our website is, of course, podcast.tooyoungtobethisold.com, where you'll find all the other podcast links. Wherever you listen, if you can rate, if you can review it, that is always helpful. And also, if you just want to go ahead and share it with your friends, that helps as well. So, Ben, what have you been up to? Before we dig into this, uh, yeah, sir. we called some action last week. And, uh, I oh, wanted to talk to you about a uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell it, is not a, that. it is not a Ben album. It is not a Ben album. <laughs> I can't um, say I'm surprised. It's, I mean, I knew Electric Light Orchestra a little bit, but I mean, by I mean by a little bit, I mean Mr. Blue Sky from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, soundtrack. you watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume <laughs> 2, so yeah, I knew so, you knew uh, of the band. That's how, like, so many other people know. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, it wasn't a bad listen. Uh, I did like the fact that, you know, 45 minutes and done. Uh, but yeah, that's why I, could, I mean, I that's part you. of why I felt comfortable suggesting it, because I knew that even if it was not, I didn't think it was going to super be your thing, but I thought yeah. that at least it wouldn't take too long and you could try to appreciate the story they were telling. Yeah, it was good background music. And I think maybe, maybe I would have understood the music better if I wasn't trying to listen to it at work. I wasn't like yeah it's definitely probably a better like sit down and and be chilling and like even if you're like playing a game or something as long as it's something that's a little more passive you probably find but if you're like working i could see it kind of just going over your head so did you listen to my suggestion i did listen to the uh was it marshall mathers lp2 yes sir i just know i bookmarked it and then uh, listen to it. It is, uh, it sure is Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt. <laughs> yep. But I listened to it. I mean, uh, Rap God was still really the the only one I, I, I kind of liked more than than most things. Eminem. Right. But uh, it was right. Eminem. I appreciate yeah. him. I just, I, I spent so long being exposed to his music that yeah. I think... Uh, soured yeah i think you saying that though is like the best compliment you can give to it yep because he went through a streak of albums that were just not good and then the lp2 release and is like all right welcome back eminem yeah and he has another off album and then he's back on track and then he's back so it seems like kind of peaks and valleys there yes that is fair, but I'm glad you gave it a check, a listen. So I'm sure we'll find other things to uh, to make each other listen or consume. Um, Indeed. Over the next few weeks. Well, man, but, since we last recorded, yeah, I of course have still been on that Minecraft train. Oh uh, yeah. Realm's been going great. We've made all over that realms. Do you have Do you have more people coming in on the regular now? Uh, not on the regular. Only okay. ten people can be in a realm the way we okay. pay for it right now. Right. Right. Um, and I think we still we still got plenty of open slots. If anybody listening wants to play, if you're playing on the Windows 10 version, just get with me or Andy on Twitter or Facebook, and we can get you hooked up. But uh, a lot of nice creative ideas have been coming together. Things have been getting done. Um, I know last Friday, me and 
buddy of mine, Alex, um, kind of did some straightening up. Uh, we discovered that the riverway in the realm rolls all the way to the ocean. So there's only like one spot oh, where wow. we can't boat from our little home base to the ocean. That's so I think cool. that's going to be our weekend project this weekend. Is to get it to where you can now? Can boat all the way to the ocean. Nice. Um, man, I, I felt really bad Saturday, but not bad. Uh, I decided to day drink, and the meal I prepped myself with was a hungry man. Yeah, I saw that, and I didn't want to comment on Facebook and call you out and ask you if you were eating a fucking hungry man dinner. But I yeah. was like, is that boy eating a hungry man? Yeah, I was eating a hungry man and day drinking, and it was... Son, that's a... That's it a was situation. a Saturday. It was a Saturday. <laughs> what were you day drinking? Uh, the champagne and beers, or...? Uh, no, I took the picture. It was in the picture there. I was drinking the, the Blue Mountains. Ah, I, I just they all look the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, work's been crazy, man. It's been super busy, which is weird for this time of year for us. And uh, Sunday, I made a, a a a very uncalculated error that's kind of taken over my life since Sunday. And I jumped back on that World of Warcraft. <laughs> I saw that. I saw it on Xbox on the app, and I was like. We've lost him. <laughs> yeah, I ended up, man, uh, a buddy of mine actually gifted me a sub, so it's all his fault. Oh, man, um, that's like that's not even a gift. Like, it's like, why did you do this? Dude, that's like, that's like giving a drug addict drugs. Like, yeah, I mean, that's like, you know, that's like being like, I am 30 days sober, and they're like, I got a fresh hit for you. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. But I got on and like I'd been wanting to hop on and play anyway because they're running their 15 year anniversary event. Right. And I was like, yeah, I want to get on because they're running a, a you can get a Deathwing mount, which uh, Cataclysm was like my favorite expansion. I was like, oh, it'd be cool to have a Deathwing mount, but you got to do all these things. We get on. He's like, oh, we'll go run these. It'll be super easy. And then they're like, well, item requirement is 380. And I'm like, well, fuck, I'm only 301. Ooh, yeah. So your boy proceeded to go from 301 to 381 in about four hours because he had things he needed to get accomplished and ended up getting my mountain one day and I'm like, what do I do next? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so yeah, that uh that has been a dark hole that I've now gone down to and it has pulled me away from Madden successfully until today for three days. You know, if something can pull you away from Madden for three days, it's you know, it's doing something. It is. What about you, man? Oh, man. I had a weekend. Um, oh, shit. So on, on a Friday night, not too much crazy. Um, went out with um, with my old manager, and you know we got some fantastic... Uh, we actually went to a restaurant in Duluth uh, called Blacksican. Have you heard of Blacksican? No, but it sounds very racist. Uh, it's an Atlanta staple. And the fact they originally got famous with a food truck, it is Mexican soul food fusion. Um, fantastic tacos in like a really good sauce uh, with their steak tacos. So enjoyed that. Picked up a new bottle of Buffalo Trace bourbon and uh, just, you know, had a good time. But then on Saturday, I did quite a few things. I did one thing that I've been meaning to do for a long time, and that is go down to Atlanta and ride one of those ridiculous scooters. Okay. Good thing you did it now, because they're 
going to be gone soon. Uh, well, the lift ones are leaving, but not all of them yet. Atlanta's not interested in getting rid of them totally, I think, because they're getting a profit share with all the companies that keep jumping in there. Okay. So while they act like, oh boy, we're going to do something about these scooters, they're getting chunks of money for every company that comes in there. Right. So Alpharetta banned them before they could even get there. Like, not one scooter touched the hallowed grounds of Alpharetta, and their city council banned them. Um, but Atlanta has so many. Um, you know, Bird, Lime, Jump. Um, there's a few other ones. Uh, there's just, just too many to count. So I went down to Pont City Market, paid for a few mm-hmm. hours of parking, went out into the Beltline. There's immediately, like, six scooters the moment I step out there. And four of them had low battery, so I was able to pick. After after the fourth one, number five, let me check it out on my phone, and I zipped around the belt line. It has a light, so even though it was getting dark, it was uh, it was good. They geo limit them though on Atlanta's belt line, which if you guys are not in Atlanta, Atlanta's belt line is just this huge walking trail thing they've built that like cuts through the city of Atlanta where like old train tracks used to be. So I zipped up and down around there. I don't think, Ben, have you ever been to the Beltline? No. Okay. There's always so many people walking on it. So you can imagine that riding a scooter on there is a little bit challenging. So it was a lot of like weaving between people and then also trying to not hit like crotch goblins who would throw themselves out in the middle of the Beltline. But... Right. It was a dream that I wanted to realize, and I did, and I loved it, and the scooters are fantastic, and I want to do it again. Okay. So that was fun. I also went and had Brazilian meat, just a ridiculous amount of Brazilian meat. What is the place that you go? It is called Beef Grill. So it is a poor man's fogo de chão. Okay, that's the one I keep thinking of. Yes, this is the one that I think I would take you to this one first before you get the full Fogo experience. It's 15 bucks, and you got a buffet of, like, you know, good rice and black beans and plantains, and then you just have a dude at the end standing in front of a ton of meat on skewers, and you just tell him what you want. You want lamb, you want brisket, you want tenderloin. He's cutting it up for you. Right. So good. Um, And then I got... I did not day drink on Saturday, but I definitely drank Saturday night. Got into that bottle of bourbon and started watching the new Nicolas Cage, one of the new Nicolas Cage movies, because he got like three, uh, Primal. Okay. That movie is ridiculous. <laughs> and it is definitely either it is, I have figured out it is a combination of both a movie to watch when you're drunk and a hangover movie. It can serve okay. both purposes because I got so drunk that I passed out halfway through it, woke up and was just a little confused about what happened, but not too confused, but enough that the next day I went back and watched the missing chunk there. Okay. The CGI is hilariously bad. All right. In, in certain cases, Nicholas Cage is Nicholas Cage. And as always, as always. And then we talked about, you mentioned about how my life would not, work if i didn't have things like doordash and uber and lyft and on do sunday you, one second before you say that <laughs> yeah do you still stand that i am correct in that statement oh yeah i'm gonna tell okay. you about how correct so sunday 
hangover movie watching turned into day drinking movie watching and, and nighttime movie watching and drinking. Um, I also somewhere in there watched Nicolas Cage's movie Next from 2007. That okay. I still don't understand what happened. But anyway, I ordered a bunch of food. I was very drunk. And sometimes uh, the DoorDash, like the Google Maps directions, you've seen this, will lead to the building right before my building. Yes. No matter how many times I correct it, it'll fix it for like a week and then it'll go back to being at the other building. So I put very detailed instructions for the DoorDash driver to go in, turn right. It's a second full building on the left. They never, they never usually actually follow these. This guy calls me and he's mm-hmm. like, I'm in front of this building number. And I'm like, okay, cool story. But I'm the next building down. And then he asked me a question that I didn't really know how to respond to. He was like, well, he asked me a few questions. He was like, uh, so do I walk or do I drive there? And I was like, that seems like a decision you need to make. And then I was like, you can, you can keep driving on the road you are on. And he goes, but where do I drive? And I'm just like, on the one road you're on. And he's like, do I go down a hill? And I was like, no. And then he's like, wait, where's the hill? And I'm like, there's no, you don't need to worry about the hill. So I was talking to this man through the fact that he literally needed to just move the car up 100 feet. Yep, sounds about right. And and it literally took another 15 minutes before they showed up with my food. It was all cold. And I was just furious because I ordered from one of the more expensive places and dropped mm-hmm. a chunk of cash. Like, I'm talking $40 on my right. own dinner. And it was just fucking waste. Yep. Could have, you could have saved yourself a lot of heartache and just got Pizza Hut. Exactly, and that's what I will do next time. Between all that movie watching, I also was checking out a new video streaming service that the entire internet's been talking about. And that's Disney+. That Plus. Oh, that Disney+. Plus. <laughs> that Disney+. Plus. First so and I, foremost, yeah. the motherfucking Mandalorian is amazing. So I haven't watched it yet. Okay, so no you haven't watched it yet. I'm not going to spoil it for you. It's Baby amazing. Yoda Fucking watch it. everything. Fucking watch it. Yeah. But genius marketing move on Disney's part to not release it all at once. Because you are now yeah, guaranteeing that people have very... to pay for at least two months. Of yeah, Disney no, Plus it's true. To see season one. I will say that I saw Post talking about Disney Plus die out once seven days passed because... You don't get built after seven days, so I thought that was kind of funny. But right. have you? Uh, did you? Subs- you subscribed, right? No. Okay, I did, and okay. I have. Oh yeah, you watch Mandalorian on me. That's why. Okay, so I've been checking out a few things. One, I was just digging through like old, old Disney Channel movies, like the fact that they have Xenon and Smart House. And all that. So I was like just jumping into little chunks of movies kind of in the background. Right. Um, I watched some of original Tron. I watched some of um, Miracle because I love that movie. And I think that movie is why I started liking hockey. Um, I also jumped around to their National Geographic side, which for me is like part of like totally worth the price. Because they have a Gordon Ramsay show called Uncharted where he's just going around... Climbing mountains and making weird food. 
Is he yelling at people? Yeah. Okay, as long as he's yelling at people. And he's still on there's board. also a show on there called Drain the Oceans. It's all about like shipwrecks and like underwater ruins and stuff like that. And like you know, with my love for Titanic, how Our much love. that show? Our, Our love. love. Our love. So it is a very cool service. I will say it feels it feels like it was a little rushed in some areas. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you have as much of a backbone of the features and what you expect from a streaming platform, I can tell that this is they're you know going to iterate on this. I'm hoping um, and continue to add some of those features. Like there's just there's not really a concept of like you can continue things you're watching, but there's no like you know continue what you were watching section like in Netflix. But if you click something that you were watching. It will keep back on yeah. where you left off, but to be fair, that section yeah. on Netflix is still relatively new. Yeah, that's no, exactly. a feature within so, the past year or so. That's why I'm understanding. I'm like, yeah, they're still building this, so I'm not too mad about it. It just like it's it's interesting to see the service because I'm like looking for things that I'm used to on Netflix and and not quite seeing them in some cases. Right. And being like, well, it's it's new, so. I mean, you may not be complaining about some features not being there, but there are a lot of people that have been complaining about this thing being out. Yeah, so I haven't... I've just been lucky, I guess, that anytime I've tried to get on there, it hasn't been out for me, but they definitely had their issues. What was like the first first 24 hours were pretty rough for them. Yeah, first 24 hours seemed like they were next to impossible to use the service. Yeah, like, I know that I did... I think I tried to, like, go jump in and subscribe on that first day, just because I was like, oh, yeah, I should... I should get on that, and and I just couldn't do anything. Like I loaded the website, all it had was a login button, and you clicked login, and nothing happened. So I was just like, right. well, I'll, "I'll wait a day on that." Right. I mean, just classic not load testing. I, I think at this point, also even load testing for anything, and this goes for services and games. People, consumers, we don't understand when we buy something and it doesn't work. Oh, God, no. But the company understands we need X amount of servers to run this, but we've got to find where the cost coefficient is. To, right. To we need this many servers. At but how this long level do we have? of power. And, right. Uh, son, I've lived it. <laughs> oh, I know you've lived it because you work in that. But like, like for me, the new Call of Duty, when it released, people were, yeah. oh, y'all have made so many of these. You know how many you need. Right. They only need the servers to be that way for like a night. Oh yeah, and that's um, the reason they would rather you just complain to them about the servers not working because yeah. it's not worth the extra money for them to overbuy servers and be stuck in a server right. lease for X amount of time. Yeah, you're not going to convince many places to overbuy. I know I have I have been part of a team creating a whole environment of servers to to take care of a product and have said these is the amount of servers we need at these specs and uh when i handed it off it got cut entirely in half right and they said cost and then when customers complained they were like yeah we really need to up these we don't know why they're not serving them and i'm like well i told you but okay right but i, I i'm just like i just expect it every time so first day of anything i'm just not not any, any online service first day i'm, I'm avoiding it you know, if at all possible. 
One thing that has driven me crazy about some of the Disney Plus complaints is this, and I'm sure you've seen the article, about Disney Plus getting hacked and people losing their account, quote-unquote, and blaming it on, oh, Disney Plus doesn't have good security. Uh, Isn't it not necessarily that the account's being hacked? It's the email is being hacked? So, what actually... Or not the email being hacked, but the email being grabbed by somebody and then the person's password getting figured out and that so kind of so and i mean that's definitely probably a case that happens but what the most common occurrence of what's happening here is the fact that so many websites have been compromised uh let's use like you know target for example right um and you know a psn so your username and passwords are out there on a list so whenever a new service gets spun up Hackers know that so many people use the exact same username or email address and the exact same password for every single one of their sites. Right. And a lot of people are guilty of it. I mean, I've, I've done it. Um, so what happens is that there's these lists out there and there's just bots that will go out and now this is a new target to hit. Hit this target. Try to log in with all these accounts, whichever ones work. You, you know, they mess with them. Right. So it's just like, it's not a Disney Plus issue. Now, I will say, if I'm going to give any criticism, is that Disney Plus needs to enable uh, like a two-factor authentication, like multi-factor authentication. You know, like everybody else. Like everybody else has. Like at this point, passwords have so been proven to just be a thing of the past. You know, people are not going to use them the way that they should be. And it's just too complicated. And we really just need to have a two-factor system that would have avoided a lot of these issues, but I will say it's not a Disney Plus unique issue. It's a you use the same account for everything. One of those things is probably going to get compromised. Sounds like a boomer issue. Yes. Okay. <laughs> there is one part of controversy with Disney Plus, though, that has intrigued me to know. Yeah, yeah. And that is the fact that Disney Plus has either edited issues a warning or just straight up ignores that it ever happened. Yep, um, they sure do. The biggest one to me is the one I think everybody's talking about is before Dumbo on Disney mm-hmm. Plus. Oh yeah, the that content it, warning. Yes, it says, you know, this movie features outdated concepts that no longer are considered socially acceptable along those lines. And specifically in Dumbo, they're talking about the three crows, which right, very much at the time Dumbo was made would have been Jim Crow laws kind of thing. Yeah. So kind of a kind of a, a play on that. Um that's the that's the one for content that I can think of that like and I mean you could also say So White and the Seven Doors is an outdated concept in general now, because it shows a very right. obedient woman cleaning house showing no femininity at all but we don't put that content warning before that you know the it's interesting the choices i i I don't it doesn't bother me just because it's kind of like my guess is they think that there's going to be some people who are going to be exposed to some content that they never saw like with disney's whole vault concept there's a lot of kids that grew up never seen some movies like dumbo um, or like, you know, things, you know, I know a lot of the Disney's movies I saw were cause my parents had bought VHSs. 
Right. And so that's how I saw them, you know. So I think maybe it's just kind of to get ahead of any controversy. Like, hey, this was made at this time. It's not going to exactly age well in in certain scenarios. I can get it. I can get behind that. But at the same token, man, like I am, we've quit quit removing things because you don't like that they happened. Right, but they didn't remove anything. Essentially, yeah, they just added a warning. Well, they added the warning in that case, but right. Song of the South is completely gone. Now, Song of the South has been just been erased from Disney's been, history forever. Right. It got the Hulk Hogan treatment from WWE for a few years. Yes, it very much did. Uh, not saying that it's not deserved. I'm not saying that it's not deserved. I mean, I recently learned the fact about that, you know, Splash Mountain was Song of the South themed originally. And then Disney was like, nah, it's now, uh, it's now based on the, uh, the, uh, Tom Hanks movie, um, Splash. (laughs) Go with it. And it's not really that theme at all. It's just, they gave it the name Splash Mountain. (laughs) Right. Um, so it's one of those things where, there's a lot of vault stuff that I, it may not be what you want to see in culture today, but I would like to see it available. Cause I think it would be right. a great, great talking point. Like let's yeah, talk about I the fact. Don't mind them having it on there. I'm not saying take anything on there. I think the warning makes sense. Cause I think at least it's kind of being self-aware being like, yeah, yeah. we know, but look at it, watch it. Yeah. We're not saying it's not worth watching. You know, right. One thing I would like to see on there, and this is just mm-hmm. me, so that I mean, I know it can go to the internet and find anything, but I would love to see the yeah. old World War II propaganda cartoons. Oh that yeah, that would be. So I would cool love to, to see be on that. there because you could see like I think it would be a great way for us to show like, hey kids, you see what's going on in the world today. Hey, it also was happening back then. The media trying to turn your right. mind isn't something new. Right. Exactly. Um. I would love to at least be given the option if I wanted to sit down and watch Song of the South to be able to do that without having to buy a bootleg copy off of eBay or something like that. Because that's literally the only way you can find this thing now. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's ridiculous. Did it ever make it even to DVD? Never to DVD? It never made wow. it to VHS. Whew, boy. Definitely like, just yeah. just in the, in the shame column. But, and but, you know, but at the same time... Song of the mm. South, again, not approving of what the content is, but it's to me, it's not much worse than what Gone with the Wind is, right. and that plays all the fucking time on regular television. All time. All the time. All the time So, like, TV. where exactly. are we drawing the line? Like, why is Gone with the Wind okay, but Song of the South isn't? Yeah, I, that's, I, I don't know. But you know, moving on from this, because this can sure, get sure. really weird. This could this go into a whole thing, but yeah. there's also... Uh, some weird editing choices I read about, and I don't know if you know the show Gravity Falls. I know of the show. Okay, so in the show Gravity Falls, the uh, the grandpa has a hat that he wears. It's like a Shriners hat, and mm-hmm. it has this little symbol on it that's associated with like not really. It's not a free. It's kind of like based on a Freemason concept. They're another group. There's really nothing nefarious about this symbol it's not like a communism symbol or anything like that it's not like he had like 
you know, a swastika on his hat or anything, or like, you know, a sickle and hammer. It it was just this symbol. And this is a pretty, you know, chill, innocent show. This is like a Cartoon Network show. Um, They edited out the symbol off of his hat, and they also went through enough enough, uh, effort of editing, like, anywhere in, in, because in this show, like, they run this kind of theme park attraction kind of thing, so there's a gift shop. And Mm -hmm. in this gift shop, they sell that little hat with a symbol on it. So they went through every section that that hat is in a shot in the gift shop. Even the merchandise has that all edited off of it. Uh, Do you think that might have been because they were getting sued by somebody? I mean, the creator of the show Mm -hmm. was like, I don't know why this was done. You know, nobody consulted me that this was being done. So there's no, they haven't really commented on why. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I know the show is on Hulu, and it wasn't ever an issue on Hulu. It was it was on there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the thing behind that is. But you know, then this weekend I was thinking about this, and I was looking into some of it. That some of this is really not unique to just Disney Plus, and a lot of the streamed version of movies that have like slight changes. And I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about the first Terminator movie. And it was really interesting to hear that, like, one of the hosts, he had watched it on Amazon Prime, and all the other guys had just watched their Blu-ray copy. And there were small chunks here and there that were just totally cut out of the Amazon version. So when you totally see, like, some, like, Arnold Dong in the first movie, that is... That is cut out of Amazon Prime's version. No, is the Amazon <laughs> Prime version maybe rated PG thirteen? It is not. I, it is still okay. rated R. Still rated R. Uh, so, maybe it is. Maybe it is rated the new R, not yeah, the old maybe. R. So they maybe. had to cut cut it to meet new R standards. Right, and R. there's just like little chunks here and there where they kind of like cut little things or shorten scenes in a way or just kind of ends up altering a little bit of the of the feel and you could tell that the guys would kind of get off. They'd be like, Oh, remember this thing. And he'd be like, damn it, Jeff Bezos. Like, why did you edit my movie? Um, Um, speaking of, of Jeff Bezos, did you see the news this week? Uh, which one? Oh, Willie Gates taking the number one most rich person spot back. Did he take it back? He did. Of course, uh, that's no what wonder he's worried about have... the wealth tax. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, of course, Bill Gates will give all his money away, so it doesn't matter. Oh, you didn't hear Bill, Bill Gates, Gates crying said. about possibly getting taxed for? Well, have you also not seen that he's given away more money? Oh, than no, no, I made? know. I know. That's why it's weird because he if is they somebody... tax him more, he doesn't have enough money to give away to it's, other it's, people. It's, it's true, but. He he, yeah. he feels like the wealth tax should only be for those that aren't philanthropists like himself. Right, because that'll work. Yeah, because that that totally will work. <laughs> that totally no, works. We, we were talking anyway, about it at work. Different podcast. Yeah. Well, no, no, we were talking about it at work. Let me finish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, somebody goes, "Man, how did you do that? Amazon's coming up on their biggest money making year." And I was like, "Well, divorce means you lose half." It's true. <laughs> I mean, so. it's just, that's a whole other thing. I was reading about yeah. how much he spends on security, like personal security, and yeah. it is fucking insane. He also has bulletproof yeah. panels in his office. Yeah. You know who doesn't have to have that because he's a nice person? Billy Gates. Billy Gates. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. All but, right, let's move on. Yeah. No, let's totally move on from that. You threw me off there. <laughs> um, 
So another thing I saw, and this was just something I'm going to just step on to my being a pretentious fucking asshole about here. I I am trying to not be a total jerk about this, but it... Do it. Do it. Oh, so over the years, it drives me crazy when people who are not developers, they just know how to hit the F12 button in a, in a browser and look at the network trace, think that they know everything about a system and how it's built. Same thing with people who mine games and find things and think that they know exactly what's going to be, be coming forward as far as development timelines. <laughs> Fuck you, Game Freak, but move on. So what somebody found today, and I was reading an article this morning and I jumped in here and was just like, we're going to have to talk about this. So Disney Plus, one, does let you do something pretty interesting in you know downloading a movie. And mm-hmm. they have come out and said, if something ever leaves our platform, like because of a third party agreement, if you have downloaded it, you will still have access to it. That's pretty interesting, right? Uh, Somebody was looking into this and how the download works. And then also looking at some of the network traces that come back when they pull up the movies and people found a value in the response that says expiration date. With uh, just usually either it was out like two, three years or a year or something. And people were like, oh, my God, that means that movies are just going to start disappearing off of Disney Plus's platform. And these things aren't staying around. And to me, they don't know shit. I mean, my guess is that they built this on a framework, an existing framework, like the framework that Hulu has or other streaming platforms and other companies that they have, you know, influence with and own. And there was probably a field they just had to have filled out. So my guess is it's a license recheck or they just have that field filled in because they had to. But there was like three different articles about it and about people freaking out, thinking it meant that they were taking off their own, like, you know, Disney content off of the platform. Right. So, yeah, that's just... My personal issue with with people thinking they can just look at a few lines of code that have been, you know, returned back from a website and think they know exactly what they built. Right. So, duh. That really ground your gears this week, man? It really did. But, so, we're talking about Disney Plus. And, you know, we've some weird things that Disney do. We've touched on... Yeah. We, Maybe we the on, darker side yeah, of Disney. So, so I got us thinking about other weird things in Disney lore. Um, so to start this off, I mean, we've already kind of mentioned um, the, of course, Song of the South. Uh, the fact that Snow White and the Seven Dwarves is basically a woman being subservient to seven men cleaning the house. Some bullshit yep. that animals will help you clean the house, which I have never fucking seen that in my life. I I got all these animals and like none of them helped me clean. Yeah, they somehow you, your cats <laughs> decide where dirtiness needs to happen. Yep, house. they do. They 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 pick it. <laughs> but but I was thinking of some of the, the big ones that I think probably got a lot more uh noticeable attention. Uh, the first one that comes to my mind was the topless woman in the rescuers. Uh if you don't remember the rescuer, it's about the two mouses that uh are on a case there's a scene where they're in a speedboat and there's a, or sorry, an airboat and in a window behind them, it's only in like two frames, but an animator put in a topless woman 
and that caused a whole recall on <laughs> all of these VHSs from the original release. Oh boy! Uh, when it was re-released in DVD and VHSs in the future, it wasn't right. there, so it wasn't an issue oh, um, wow. after that initial run. But it was in there. Uh, yeah. Another one was Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and I think me and you need to research this one since you do okay. have a laser disc. Yeah, I'm curious was, about this. So it I was only on the LaserDisc copy. Okay. But when the movie runs at its normal rate, you don't see it. But since LaserDisc could go frame by frame, there are apparently oh, three frames of a nude Jessica Rabbit. Interesting. When this released, Disney came out and said, like, oh, this is blah, blah, blah. But just this rumor caused the initial run of the laser disc for Who Framed Roger Rabbit to sell out entirely. That is hilarious, and I bet that so, disc is so expensive now. So it was one of those where it's a laser disc thing. That's your area. I'll let you dig a little bit deeper into that if you want to. Yeah, that uh, I um, mean that's really interesting. So I'm gonna have to look at how much that laser uh, disc is going for. Um, a lot. <laughs> define it's a, a lot. lot. Uh. It looks like this one I just found forty bucks. Which I rarely pay more than twenty for a laser disc. Okay. But that might be worth checking out just to see see if that's actually a thing. Right. Or if it is a or if it is just Disney Urban Legends. Yeah. The the next big one I think everybody's pretty much well aware of as well is uh The Little Mermaid has Two big hits against it. You can right. start by the original VHS cover, if you've mm. ever seen it. Yes. The whole castle and everything about the castle oh, God, looks like yeah. a bunch of dicks. Yeah, it does. Everywhere. I have this original cover. I actually took it into my psychology class and showed them this. The other one occurs in the movie, and it is the priest that is marrying woman Ursula to Prince Eric, you can okay. openly tell that he has an erection. No way. Yes. If you go back and watch the scene, you can openly tell it's an erection. The cover that Disney gives is his hands are in his pocket, but you see both hands on the Bible as he is, oh. is telling stories. So yeah, it just, it's, it's not a good look. Oh man. Um, of course, in Lion King, we have the scene where when Simba flops down, it looks as if the sky, the, the how to put it, the, the flowers come up and it looks like they spell sex, which the defense the animators gave was, oh, no, no, it's SFX for special oh, effects. Oh, okay. But there's definitely a tale on that lasty. So there is one more, and I want to make sure I get the phrasing right before I say it. So give me one second to sure. pull this up um, to make sure I say it. The scene where Aladdin mm -hmm. is uh, being threatened by the tiger Raja on the balcony. Okay. Aladdin quietly says something. Right. And some people... Some people heard good teenagers take off your clothes. 
Oh. Whereas the line is actually good tiger take off and go. Huh. But the word tiger is when the snarl happens, so it kind of calm, calms it, uh, makes it difficult. So the funny thing is, in 2014, this was talked about, um, and it's kind of been admitted Disney's like, we're just going to take it out because we don't know. Because right. it was an ad-libbed line that got put in the recording, uh, not okay. that it was supposed to be there. Um right. So that, to me, is something that was hilarious. That is, yeah, that is very interesting. So I, I, I really thought that. Huh. Those were some of the movie things. Um, without digging into the plot points and stuff like that, because like, I mean, there was a very drastic shift. Everything like pre Little Mermaid with a Disney princess was very model woman pre World War Two kind of thing like modern modeled after the housewife format and then in the late 80s to early 90s you saw the shift to the outgoing adventurous female less damsel in distress um so if there's one thing disney does as much as we're gonna complain about some of their movies is they have progressively gotten better maybe not with the times but have gotten there and then this is one this is a complaint I have. Disney right. and whitewashing. So to start with that, Disney. Where you're well, going everybody here. claims that Disney whitewashes because there's so many uh, uh, white princesses. Disney just okay. adapts the story from wherever the story is from. So, like the Snow White story, originally, I think it's originally a German tale. Do you know yeah. what was around when the German tale was told? Yeah. White people. Right, right, right. So that's one of those things. And also, if you look, because uh, I, I was reading on this because somebody was going off about it. But mm-hmm. if you look like, I think it was since, uh, I want to say since The Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. there wasn't a white Disney princess again. And, and this is if you count like the Pixar movies. Sure. Until Brave. Okay. So like, there was a huge gap where there wasn't your prototypical I hate using the word whitewash. Now, I'm not saying that they don't do it with other characters in there, but for the most part, like, I don't know. It bothered me. It it bothered me when reading the subject, there's a lot of things that bother me because there's too much. There's too much people looking at one set of data to interpret the data to make it say what they want it to say and not looking correct, which you know that's about me. This is the reason that I get angry about a lot of things. That is fair. So there's definitely a lot of lore and, and weird things that have popped up in their movies, and obviously we talked about the old propaganda cartoons, things like that. There's also a lot of interesting things about the parks, as far as so much lore and myths seem to come out of Disney theme parks. Right. And I think a lot of that comes from it's just like, you know, they're this, like, everything's so orchestrated that everybody kind of wants to find something off about it because it seems too, you know, perfect, I guess, right? Yeah. 
So uh, if you're into creepypastas, there's so many Disney creepypastas. Just Google Disney and creepypasta and you will find tons of them. I will make a personal recommendation of one of the first creepypastas I ever read, and that is Abandoned by Disney. It focuses on the abandoned Disney park of Treasure Island. It's a ridiculous story. The abandoned park um... of Treasure Island is a real thing, though. Okay, well, you say it's a ridiculous story. Yes. I want you to elaborate. Uh, it's real creepy. So I, I, You can say that all you want, as... but explain to me why it's creepy. <laughs> so it, it basically, I don't want to give too much of it away. Cause there's a no, place... give it all away, Andy. <laughs> give it all away right now. So what this story follows is somebody going to the abandoned Treasure Island resort right and they're kind of urban exploring like what happened to this park that disney abandoned and the story ends up turning into like these you know there's this abandoned reptile house and the reptiles start going after this guy and then eventually there is like a mickey that goes after this guy in the story and he's you know running away and there's like you know mascot heads with like you know skulls in them and all so this is all fake is what you're saying yeah yeah these are creepy pastas they're just oh get that shit out of here give <laughs> so... me real there's enough that disney's done in oh real i know life. i know so what's interesting about that is you know when i first read this creepy pasta for the fun of it, I was like, well, I don't know about Treasure Island. And Treasure Island was a thing back in, like, this, in, like, 65. Disney yeah, bought was, this island. Yeah, because they wanted to use it as a docking place for their cruise ships. Right, right. And then it was also going to be a park. So they had, like, this zoo, kind of like a Animal Kingdom kind of thing. And it became a zoological park. It was accredited as a real thing. And, um they actually had to eventually close it down because there was like a uh, horrible bacteria in their waters that could kill people. So they closed it. Um, It stayed open for a few years while they rehomed all the animals. But obviously there's all the lore that like, oh, they just left the animals there and this island is now like run wild with hybrid versions of these animals. None of that's true. But the park's still there. It's still sitting there abandoned. There's tons of cool, creepy pictures of this abandoned, very eerie park. There's a lot of legend and lore around it. Um, But it is definitely an interesting one to look into. Um, Have you read anything about, like, the uh, quote-unquote tunnel system under uh, Disney World? Yeah, and it's hilarious to me when you look at the infrastructure of Disney. Yeah. Dude, even though that park was built so long ago. So long ago. Walt had it planned. He oh wanted God, that yeah. part. He wanted that part to be like you were walking in into one of his movies. Right, right, exactly. Um, and the the reason I call them quote unquote tunnels is because obviously that thing is built on a swamp. Yeah. Disney is like a second floor, and your tunnels are the parking garage. You know, essentially, right. you know, right? You're sitting on right. top of these tunnels, um, where apparently all the characters are just zipping through to get to other sides of the park real quick yep and it, it's it, i i work i have a couple co-workers who are huge disney fans 
they actually offer a tour where you get a behind the scenes tour and you get to see stuff like this. I heard about this and I want to do it. I do too. I really that want to. It's the only reason I want to cool. go there. Yeah. Um, but they'll let you know, like the tunnels are there so that if somebody's in costume and they need to be in another version of the park that you don't have, um, you don't have Tinkerbell running through Epcot. Right. And, or Tinkerbell running through MGM Grand or whichever right. it is. So you won't see Mickey walking through Star Wars land now or Toy Story right. land so that it doesn't break the immersion. Because they're all um, about that immersion. Correct. When you're walking down the streets where the food is, they actually used to pipe in the smells of baked oh, goods and that. stuff through that. Yeah. They quit doing that because the bugs got so bad. <laughs> but they would have vents where it wouldn't be like they were baking the cookies there and letting the vents move it, but they would have the smell of it. But bugs got real bad about that. So they stopped. Yeah, doing and you know that. you do not see bugs in Disney World. Like you know you really you don't. No, you really you really don't. Just don't. You, you know also, you also don't. You, oh, I think you're about to go, so I'll let you go. You don't die at Disney World. You don't die at Disney World, which was which was debunked by Snopes eventually. Well, it's, that's because the kid got eaten by an alligator at Disney right, World. Right. So you really there's not Wait, much you can do. That was do. the one time Disney couldn't do anything about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But you know, you also don't see rodents at Disney World. Oh, um, you see one. You see a very big one. Yeah, yeah. Except for the one, you know, except for Papa Mouse, all hail him. Um, don't forget about <laughs> Mrs. Mouse. Exactly. They have the uh, chipmunks. Oh, you knew you're right. You're right. But I'm talking about like like actual rats. Um, they have a bunch of cats that they let loose in the park overnight, and they take care of any rodent issues. Which, like, whose job is it to herd those cats back into wherever they go otherwise? I could not imagine that that's a fun job. <laughs> like, that, that has to be horrible. Um, you put down some other interesting things here, so I'm going to let you go on. Okay, here so going back bit. to I have, I have some co-workers uh, that right. are, are big Disney fans. Uh, they, they, uh, they were talking to a friend of theirs uh, who used to be a Tinkerbell at Disney World. I also have a friend who is a Tinkerbell. Okay, well then you might can relate to the story, or if you want to yeah. ask her about it, how serious it was uh, for their friend. Uh, she was sure. just at the park one day and gets a call asking if she can come into work. She'll be right. paid triple. What had happened was, uh-huh. the Tinkerbell that was on duty at that point in time forgot to wear her blue contacts. Oh no! So a child saw a blonde-haired <gasps> Tinkerbell with brown eyes. Oh and no! Lost her shit. <laughs> They're so strict about the dress oh, code, no. though. She was fired on the spot. <gasps> Holy crap! So the other girl was getting the call, mm-hmm. basically to be like, "We need you to come in because this girl just got fired." Wow! I so. I had not heard that specifically. I know they're yeah. very, very strict on like even if you are a character and you are on Facebook, you never post that you are that character that day. You have no, you to don't. post that you are hanging out with your friend Tinkerbell or your friend Alice today. You can post right. that. And that's like code to let your friends and family know I'll be there. Right. Um, the other thing also that I have found really amusing when you read into the people they hire for these characters, mm-hmm. if you're a character that's not in a suit, say that you think that you are like you would be the perfect match to be Gaston in right. the park, 
you could go there and nail that audition and they still won't hire you. Oh yeah. Because they want people that have a, what they call general pretty face that is vague right. enough that they can put you in almost any outfit. But when you're yeah. not in the outfit, you don't look like the character so that people don't like see you being this character at one point. But then later on in the day, you're running something else and they're like, Hey, weren't you so-and-so from earlier? Which is weird, but genius at the same time. Because it allows them to oh, get yeah, full control sure of the IP. Yeah, no, they're um, very much about controlling things. This is a next story I had written down here. Sure. Was a former coworker at my previous job. Who uh, was a veteran. Had a little too much to drink when he was... At Disney World one year. And tackled Mickey Mouse. What? Yeah, he tackled Mickey Mouse and broke Mickey Mouse's collarbone. And discovered that there is a mouse jail. They have a brig underneath Disney World. To where if you do something where police have to get involved, they, Disney security can hold you in a holding cell. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, you know... Like uh, Braves jail, right? No, they literally have jurisdiction. Like it's like real police. <laughs> That's not, fantastic. not Cobb County rent a cops. It's <laughs> real police. Real Disney police. How you haven't tackled a Dodger fan and ended up in Braves jail, I still don't know. Do you really think I'd end up in Braves jail? Uh, I consider I'm pretty sure could end I'm, up there. I'm pretty sure Braves jail would help me beat up those Dodgers. <laughs> That's true. But so, yeah, he got put into mouse jail for, like, eight hours. And when he was finally released, he has been given a lifetime ban from the park. Lifetime? Lifetime ban from lifetime. all Disney parks. All Disney parks. Wow. Um, so, my only thought was, is since this happened in the 80s, is there any way they still have it on record that he's not supposed to be in there? Yeah, I, uh, he needs to test it. That's what I thought. Yeah, absolutely. And then they then they brought up something very weird about something Disney does nowadays, mm-hmm. other than the passes they give you for your hand, like the 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 Disney passes. Mm, traps to spend too much money. Correct. <laughs> also, apparently Disney does your ticket by your fingerprint. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. So yeah, and I know I know when we went to Universal it was the same mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, it's a, if they it's a ban lot. you if they ban you for life now, there's no way you're getting back in. Right? Yeah, no, you can't get back in, but I think he could uh I think he could skate by. I think he might have a chance if he ever goes, I want to know. Yeah. And and I've told him that if you ever go back, I want to know. And don't tackle Mickey and break his collarbone. Oh, exactly. And uh in the in the other just weird Disney and, you know, lore of the Disney World, uh I will recommend Escape from Tomorrow which is a a weird little 2013 kind of found footage independent movie. Um, And it's a uh, Disney horror movie. It's real weird. It's in black and white. It is strange. It is strange. Um, A lot of people really, really liked it. So I thought I'd mention it in case this puts anybody in the mood to watch something dark Disney and Disney lore related. Check out Escape from Tomorrow. 
It is not on Disney Plus. I honestly don't know where you can find it, but it exists. If we find a place to find it, we will send it to you and let you own. For sure. IMDb just not does not show me a place to watch it like it usually does. So I'm guessing it might be a little bit harder to find this uh, film. <laughs> uh, you got anything else Disney related that you want to? No, I think we've we've talked all that Disney. And, I say, uh, you admitted earlier in this episode you have not watched The Mandalorian yet, so yeah, get on that. I need to get on that. Um, so they are 30-minute episodes. Yeah, which is fantastic. I'm really happy that they're not like an hour and a half each or something, because that's kind of what I expected. Right, right. So, so get on that now. Is um, this, I will ask you, is this getting, even though it you know does not necessarily specifically have anything to do with the upcoming movie, does this get you more hype in watching The Mandalorian? Are you more excited for the upcoming film? I mean... I'm pretty level on all Star Wars level. Okay. when it comes to um, sure. the, f- the fact that the writers from A Game of Thrones are not writing the next trilogy makes me right. hype about Star Wars. It, it does It does outdo the uh, the declarative statement you made on this podcast. It does. It nullifies and voids. Ago. It nullifies and voids it. So yeah. I don't know who wins there, but I think we all win. The mouse. The mouse always wins. The mouse always wins. The mouse always wins. <laughs> So with that, Ben, play us off. All right, guys. Y'all enjoy your day. Enjoy all your Disney you learned today. And don't forget, coming weeks we have holidays. So be on the lookout for a special holiday episode, specifically Thanksgiving, of Too Young to Be This Old. I'm Ben. That was Andy. Y'all have a great day.